There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done, we're having a night I've always wanted to be hired for a Halloween scary sound soundtrack I think you'd be the perfect, you'd be the perfect hiree. Yeah. Hi, guys. I'm Sophie. And I'm Ari. And you're listening to Having a Night. A spooky Halloween edition. (laughs) A podcast about reviving the lost art of the dinner party, the lost, the dead art of the dinner party. Exactly. I'm taking this too far. (laughs) I did once record, like, I, I have it labeled insane cackling because the director was like, I need, like, background noise for a show uh, that needs to be, like, witches. Ari, will you do it? And I was like, no problem. I'm your girl. Well, this is also a really special episode for us because Ari and I met doing a very spooky, scary show. <laughs> no. In the dead heat of summer. We met at a haunted house. Yeah, so it was. It's... The set was a haunted house with, like, trick portraits. What are you being this year? Nothing. Thing. What? I have rehearsal. Oh, god damn it. I know. What are you going to be? Okay, I feel like this is, is like an immediate segue into what I do every Halloween, which is I work with this charity called New York Restoration Project that my mom founded in 1995, which is so crazy. It's so awesome. Coming up in 25 years, super exciting. So our big benefit every year is called Huluween because my mom is from Hawaii, so it's like hula meets Halloween. Mm-hmm. And every year is a different a different theme. <laughs> Every year's this a different year theme. This year is Russian. <laughs> like, why? This year. <laughs> Politically, it's really on, yeah. on trend. Exactly. Um, this year, oh, the theme is Golden Age of Hollywood. Oh, fun. Yes. So I, I don't know if I should get my costume away. Oh. Well, what I wanted to do, I'll talk about what I wanted to do because okay. I think it's genius. I wanted to go as a red herring. Oh, yes, you mentioned. Yeah, but then the guy who helps me with my costumes, when I told him about the idea, he was like, oh, God, how do I do that? So I'm not going red herring. I'm going sort of more in line with the movie theater than with the movies, Uh huh. if that's an indication. Anyway, so you will be in rehearsal. You won't That sounds so lame. Should I pretend? Sorry, is that my stomach that's gurgling? It's not mine. Wait, because you know what we forgot to talk about? What we ate this week. What we ate this week. Your stomach... It's like, excuse me, excuse me, (laughs) Sophie. Right over here. (laughs) Oh, my God, Ari, what'd you eat this week? We got so excited by Halloween. It is my favorite holiday. Yeah. Well, I haven't been feeling well, as our listeners can probably tell by my voice. And I've been rehearsing this play, so I just made this big batch of soup that's been sustaining me, and it's um, really delicious. What did I put in it? It was like kind of like a brothy curry chicken soup. Mm-hmm. So um, I got a, I did it in my pressure cooker, Instant Pot. Where's our sponsorship? Instant Pot. <laughs> Instant Pot, yeah. Instant Pot. I got a whole cut up chicken. I put in, threw in some ginger, garlic, a can of coconut, a can of coconut milk, <laughs> uh, lemongrass, just some water, not chicken stock. Um, Interesting, no chicken stock, because you're putting in a whole chicken. Right, so I'm basically making broth from scratch. Yeah. It's going to release a lot of water. Mm -mm -mm. Um, I put in some squash, 
and eggplant, and which got pretty mushy, but that was fine. It kind of thickened it. I kind of yeah. riffed off this recipe from Serious Eats. And then I've I've just really been having that with rice every night, and it's been really soothing. It's got a little kick of spice. I've been adding more spice because I Yum. like that. It's so good when you're sick. Yeah. Flushes everything out. Yeah. What did you sick. eat? Well, I came in today prepared to talk about a soup that I made, mm. but on my way here— you I had, had a hot chocolate. I didn't have a hot chocolate because City Bakery closed. I know. You guys. We, have, we should maybe talk about that. This is, let's talk about it right now. This is the end of an era. I can't believe it. City Bakery has been around for 29 years. Mm-hmm. On 18th, between 5th and 6th, it had the greatest hot chocolate in the city. Huge, great space, always playing jazz, always packed. You know, it was like going to a buffet. They had sandwiches, soup, salads. It was always packed in there, too. So it's not like this place was a cult hit. No. Um, It was a very widely known hit place. I think it's going to come back in a different form. It seems like the owner is hinting. This is what it said in the window. Oh, my God. I'm probably going to start crying. City Bakery is now closed. (sighs) So sad. What a time. What a world this was. Oh, my God. Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie's crying. (laughs) Over hot chocolate, but it's so sad. What a loss. A loss for all of us. We'll miss this forever. Thank you, New York. So it makes me very angry. I think it makes a lot of New Yorkers very angry. It's impossible to survive. What are they going to put there? Chase Bank? Or a fucking sweet green. It's like now Ugh, everything is... Guys, if you live in New York or in any other city that is, that is being so rapidly taken over by these chains that seem really cool and millennial and hip, but actually are just massive chains, support support your local people because they're going to disappear if you don't. Yes, and even if the coffee is one more dollar or the croissant is one more dollar, it's really worth it because helping small businesses is... The best thing you can do if you want to help contribute to your community. Yeah, and have it actually remain a community. Right, and not just New York's becoming a strip mall or a mall. Yeah, I wish it was a strip mall. I do love a strip mall. (laughs) Okay, so back to what I ate. So I was on my way here. Sorry for that digression, but it had to happen. Um, I was on my way here, and I was starving, and I was Mm -hmm. thinking of getting a smoothie. But then I came across my favorite breakfast in the entire world, which is a jianbing, which is a Chinese pancake. So Mm -hmm. bing just means pancake. Jan Bing means fried pancake. So there's a place here called Mr. Bing. I haven't had a Jan Bing since I left China 10 years ago. So needless to say, I've been fiending. Literally, I think about a Jan Bing every, more, every day. It's beautiful. So today was my day. So it's a savory crepe with scallions, like chopped scallions. So not like, um, not Peking duck style, like chopped horizontally scallions sesame seeds, they fry an egg on it, so like you crack an egg and then roll it around oh and then God. you flip the crepe the crepe so, so that the egg fries. Then you put in a wonton strip. Unfortunately here they use like those crappy mm. wontons that they use in a like in a Chinese chicken salad. Oh. Usually they take like a big, like, you know, two inch by four inch strip piece of freshly fried wonton. Oh, and this is like crumbles? Yeah, which was like sort of pathetic. And then it's chili paste and something that's kind of like a hoisin sauce and it's just folded up. That sounds so good. And then how do you eat it? Kind of like a burrito? Yes. So it's like kind of floppy. So they kind of, they roll it as if it is a burrito and then they cut it in half when in reality I want it in like a little piece of paper 
kind of flopping around on like top. Like a crepe. It's a square, exactly. Yeah. Like a, More like a crepe like, than a burrito. Got it. I don't want it round. I want it flat. Mm-hmm. So that was what I ate this week. I was really excited. Good frame your picture in there. I mean, I guess it brought me out of my city bakery funk a little. Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe I'll be the ghost of city bakery and just Ooh. be So what would you be? Like, go as a big hot chocolate yeah. with, like, blood coming out of your mouth? I don't know. That's so gruesome. I was going to ask, are you into, like, punny costumes? No. Me neither. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Well, I can't even—I'm not a pun— punny person. Me neither. But like, isn't a red herring a punny costume kind of? No, but I would go as a literal red herring. So that's not punny. I mean more like this is, I, it's all that, that's coming to mind, like oh headphones. So I'm like a phone and a head. You right, right, right. I mean? like or like having some, and then people are like, what are you? And you're like, well, can't you tell? Right, or like guess. Well, yeah. I don't want to, this is what I, for me, costumes, rule number one is I don't want to spend, waste time explaining what the costume is to someone. That no. doesn't interest me at all. Me I want neither. it to be very obvious what it is, or when I answer what it is, it's like funny immediately. Yes, I agree. So I'm a big fan, not of punny costumes, but of layering costumes and mm-hmm. also recycling costumes. Got to recycle. Yeah. So I like, okay, so if you follow us on Instagram, at having a night, which you should be, mm-hmm. um, you know that we have, Sophie and I have taco costumes mm-hmm. that we like to throw on. So maybe, oh, maybe I'll just wear that to rehearsal. Good but I, idea. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Don Juan is <laughs> very Moliere a taco. Yeah, yeah Moliere loved tacos. Very French. Yes. <laughs> but throwing that on over a different costume. I also have a snake costume that I like to use all the time. But I'm never just a snake. It it originated. I had a doctor's costume and a snake costume or a dentist costume. So I was. This was years ago. My favorite costume still to date, a snake disguised as a dentist. I mean, it's the greatest costume. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's pretty scary if you think about it. It's also very funny. It's terrifying if you think about yeah. it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Is that a Zentai? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, technically, no. It's like a bodysuit, a really tight bodysuit. I think a Zentai suit technically covers your entire face. Oh, but does it have a hood? It has a hood, but doesn't a Zentai suit, like, zip up your face? Oh, I thought Zentai just meant it has a hood. Oh. I And I could get into the the specifics of a a Zentai. Yeah. Um, Me too. I love a bodysuit. Well, there's one of my favorite pictures of us. It's a terrible photo, but it's a great picture of us, is... I'm in a leopard it. one. You're in a snake snake one. And it's I think it was our first Halloween as as friends. Yes. Do you have a costume bag? I of course I do. Of course. Guys, if you don't have a costume bag, it's a really good thing to have because when yeah. Halloween rolls around or a theme party rolls around or you just want to get wacky on a Tuesday night. Yep. Open up that costume bag, see what's inside. No, I got wigs in there, bodysuits in there. I've got weird, like, sparkly things. I have some really weird kind of, like, goth jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just Skull like, things. Yep, skull things, a lot of kind of grommets. Um, yeah, all kinds of very flammable wigs. I mean, that whole bag would, like, go up in flames <laughs> yeah. if it was near a match. It's yeah. Oof, that's scary. What about you? What are some favorite costumes of years past? Let's see. I mean, it's funny. I just realized that, like, I haven't gone as something specific for a really long time. Um, I was once Marlon Brando from The Island of Dr. Moreau, which was <laughs> one of my favorites. What did it, break it down. Okay. I painted my face white and, like, kabuki makeup. Okay. I wore— How old were you? I wore all white. I think this was, like, three years—three oh. or four years ago. 
So I painted my face all white. I wore like a big kind of like white droopy shirt with white pants. And then I wore huge like aviator sunglasses. And I had like a triangular hat with a big white gauzy fabric that oh, I put over it. Oh, so everybody uh-huh. thought I was mm-hmm. a beekeeper. Mm-hmm. But when I told them I was Dr. Moreau, they were very excited. Wow. Wow. I thought I did. Oh, and I painted like kind of lines all over my face. So I looked old, extra old and Marlon Brando-y. That's um, hilarious. That was fun. I just love to get dressed up. Yeah. And it's like as long as you go hard, people are going to love it. Yeah. It's really just when you kind of put it, like when you give a nod to it, but don't go all the way there, that it's just not fun. Yeah, like just wearing cat ears or a tail. Oh, like, well, God, really? that's terrible. It's like these are sitting around. I might as well just wear them. Just throw them out. Yeah, just throw it. Yeah, do something else. Or just go full on cat. But so what's a good last minute minimal effort costume? That's hard. I say don't be afraid of putting an effort if I'm honest. But. Yeah, but what if you only have 20 minutes? Okay, 20 minutes. Mm. I would paint my face and go as a witch. I would tease my hair like crazy. Yeah. Paint my face green. Yeah. Add some like putty to make little warts all over my face. Yeah. And that and then wear all black. That's, I mean, that's classic very witch. Classic witch. Everyone's got a broom, hopefully. Yeah. Swiffer? Exactly, yeah. And bring out a broom. Yeah. You could be a modern witch. You could go in all sleek black. Or I you like could that. be a, yeah. Oh, wait, I know. The the quintessential, just be a ghost. Who doesn't oh, love a classic ghost? <laughs> just a big sheet with two holes cut out his eyes. Also in the spooky, scary play that Ari and I did together, our friend Tom Pasinka came, came out, out as, as a ghost covered in a sheet with two eyes. And it also sounds like you're saying like he came out of the club. He came out <laughs> as a ghost. Yes, he did. He's been dead for a hundred years. That was his coming out. Well, folks, the cat's out of the bag. Tom's a ghost. <laughs> I might just do, this is what I'm, back to the layering. If I wear the snake and the taco, then I can be a snake inside a taco. Yeah. That's so dumb. That's great. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about parties. Yeah. Well, having the costume bag, this is a nice segue because a lot of people don't like to travel in costume. It's true. So then it can be like, just get here and I'll throw a wig on you. Yep. I enjoy traveling in a costume. Yeah, you get that adrenaline rush. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm so crazy. Right, I'm getting on the subway wearing, like, things over my feet. Oh, my God. Well, we've talked about this before, but the night of Halloween, because it's not just actors. It's everyone is kind of— Everyone's being an actor. Everyone's being an actor. Watch out. But everyone has, you know, loses all their inhibitions, and it feels crazy and dangerous. I mean, it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my mom will still—I'm an adult—will still call me and be like, just be safe tonight. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> like, because you think a ghost is going to come get me? Or because—probably well, because you think, uh, you know, there'll be a fight or— or because people get very in the spirit of the purge. The purge or scream. Oh, my God. Ooh. I mean, someone in a mask, it's, it's scary. Yeah, someone in a scary mask is very scary. Or someone in, like, an Elmo mask. No. But I do enjoy the losing your inhibitions part of Halloween. I mean, it's definitely one of my drunkest nights every year. It is. Or it it's used to be. That. It's like, also like when we were younger, yes. you know. Um, it's sort of like, <laughs> maybe I'll make it with a stranger territory, you know. Yes. Oh, God. Anything can happen. Yes, when you're in costume. Yeah. And, well, also the 
It's a uh, holiday for all ages, mm-hmm. and there are different types of parties. The parties run the gamut. You can go to a dinner, fancy dinner party. You can go to a cocktail hour. Obviously, there are so many go bigger— Go to a rager. Exactly. Yeah. Bigger parties. A black tie? That, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like Halloween—it's so not black tie, but people go really kind of high yes. with it. And I also feel like— when men like when men don't really want to dress up, they can put on a tux and then do sort of a nod to the theme, and it looks great. You know, so unfair. I know it is very unfair. Oh, what about <gasps> this? What? Um, I love. I've never been. I want to be dead bride. So classic. Oh yeah, that is classic. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. A man, I thought you were gonna say easy. like a man could put on a tux, just throw a bucket of blood over him. <laughs> it's ready to go. <laughs> Who doesn't love fake blood too? Oh, I do love fake blood. That's in my costume bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say we're throwing a Halloween yes, party. Let's get to it. Are we gonna have a theme? Beyond just Halloween? Oh, you mean yeah. like uh, the Renaissance? Ooh, how'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. But I just, I think I want my theme, if I have one, to be spooky, not just, you yeah. know, Marie Antoinette. Well, I think a theme is good because it streamlines it for all the people who aren't super psyched about getting it up. Getting it up. Um, who aren't super psyched <laughs> about getting dressed up. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I feel like it gives people a sense of where they should be looking and where they should be thinking. Mm-hmm. You know? Because otherwise people get so overwhelmed. And that's when they come as something so lame. Yeah. As in cat ears. Yes. No cat ears allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and it makes for a great photo op if everyone's kind of in the same world. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of gives it a, you don't know, no, it's it's... You feel like you really went somewhere. Yeah, sure. So what would—okay, let's let's decide on a theme. Well, I'm thinking about cats. I mean snakes. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> what is happening? What's happening? <laughs> cats or— Sure, same genus. Well, I was thinking about snakes, and then I was thinking, like, I don't know, like, reptiles. <laughs> okay, that's the lamest yeah, theme. Take me through the, okay. Reptiles, well, lizards, the things that are on all fours, things that are house pets. All right, I could see it. Six and degrees then, of separation. And then you, well, then you get into, like, where do reptiles live? Maybe they're living in, like, warm habitats. Maybe they're living in, like, jungly habitats. I don't know. I think I was so just picturing being, like, a really, snakes? like, hot, hot human place. Okay, I don't want this to be the theme anymore. <laughs> I could see, like, a— um, J-Lo waiting for tonight as a theme. Thank you. Like tropical, but I want spookier. I know. You're right. It does have to be spookier. Maybe if we lived in L.A. Well, a really good one that Huluween had a couple years ago was Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that—oh, no, no, no. Wait, that was one of the inspirations. No, the actual theme was that Hieronymus Bosch painting Garden of Earthly Delights. Yes. Which, like, that's pretty fun because it's broad enough— you could go as, like, Adam and Eve, or you can go as a devil, or you can go as, like, a strange creature. Right. But it's, you know, I feel like that's—and then it also brings in kind of, like, religious connotations. Yes. And that, Something I think, that has, a, like, a, yeah, a myriad of— Exactly. That's spot on. I think because it's a visual party, it's a costume party, sending a painting— yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah, and that was what—we sent that out, and then we sent, like, a couple of kind of inspiration-y— you know, like a, we sent out like a lookbook, which also is a really fun way to get your guests involved. So I think if you're doing a Halloween party and you go a little themey, mm-hmm. which I think you should, unless you have friends who are really into Halloween, which a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, 
you can send them like a few photos to go with it. And then, you know, and then people like really get super psyched about it. So let's say our Halloween party, we were talking about doing a painting before. What if it's like one of those like kind of um, like a still life I'm of like I'm thinking of like a Spanish painter. I can't with like fruits and like a big dinner. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm thinking what if it's like candlelit, more luxurious, like less of these like pumpkin and, and, and graveyard crumbles. But less American like cheesy. Pig. Yeah, it's right. Like, and more Renaissance spooky. Exactly. Ooh, Do you know what also I mean? it's and a like great excuse. Everywhere. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's a great excuse. I'm sorry, I'm doing a pushing, pushing your, boobs your boobs up. up. It's like a great excuse to wear a corset, put your tits up to your chin. It's a you know Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, it's much more like um, cosplay in a way. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Which, listen, I don't mind. I've never been a cosplayer, but I could be. I played one once upon a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like that's a, it's very fun to get into that whole vibe. Yeah, because then you get some crazy candelabra. Exactly. Ooh, I like it's that. It's very Adam's family. Yes. Ooh. Less goth, but I do love the Adams family. I mean, I think Morticia is, that's a costume. That's a great costume. Very sexy, very easy. Oh, you can use, you can be share next year. You just need a long black exactly. wig. Exactly. The oh, options yeah. are, they're not endless, but they're about You know a lot what's of weird about black wigs, though? They always get so tangly. Because they're long. I guess. Maybe you need to, like, invest and get, like, pure Indian hair. No, no, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Unless you're going to, wear it to a, an audition. Well, or if you're a person who's, like, really good at reviving the same costume every year, like my friend Ben Kramer wore a gorilla suit for, like, eight years in a row. Love that. Because he invested in an entire gorilla suit. <laughs> but get some use out of it. Get your I money's worth. I kind of think that's a fun idea to just, like, have one costume that you do every year that you're yeah. excellent at. I think it's great. Yeah. And then we get into what you're going to serve. Yes. Whoa-y. Okay, so would you do finger foods and order or <laughs> and a punch, or do you want to do a sit-down meal? I want to do a party, so I don't want to have a sit-down meal. In fact, I like to feel svelte on Halloween. There, I'll say it. Yeah. So I would rather just, like, have booze and then f- great, spooky, fun snacks. Yeah. Inedible snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Props. If we're going to do a punch. Yes. What, what kind of punch would you want to do? Ooh, something um, probably orange. Oh, Yeah. I was thinking of, like, a spiced orange something, but I don't know if I want to go into, like, cider territory. What if you did something really orangey? Oh, blood orange? Blood orange. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, I don't know. Help me out. What do you think? Well, I was just—when you said blood, then I kind of went to Bloody Mary's, which I know is a daytime drink, but, like, that could be kind of fun to have something, you know, filling, mm-hmm. um, but, like, bloody. Mm-hmm. But then I was also thinking about, like, cassis. And yeah. something really, really deep red, almost purpley. Yeah. You could do, like, a really fun champagne punch kind of a thing. Um, no matter what you're making, you should put gummy worms in your punch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't you think? You don't think they'll bleed? No. Like the color? No, no, no. I think they might get a little, like, like weirdly chewy. Yeah. But they're already chewy. Like, like weirdly ones? porous. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't think they'll bleed into it. That's fun. Yeah, just to spookify it. Yeah. Because I, I, w- I would rather have gummy worms than like plastic 
spiders or something. No, 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 no. You can't put anything in there that people aren't going to actually drink. In fact, I think the I like the idea that everything is edible. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so if you're doing table decorations, like use chocolate crumbs to make like a graveyard thing. You know, like everything should be edible so that people don't pick something up and are like, right? You know, (laughs) make a platter of like fake. You know, little cookie eyeballs and have, like, one real eyeball. <laughs> I don't know where you'd get that. Then what would the snacks be? Well, I have printed out oh, a bunch God. of, like, quintessential. I feel like um, this is such a Martha Stewart holiday. Um, just in terms of, like, cute little wacky things. So these are really—I want to play a game where we look at these together and, and decide whether they we would use them. Great. Because they're really borderline kind of cheesy. So the first one <laughs> we're looking at here, it's some kind of, like, cheese and cracker platter or meat and cracker platter, but it looks like a corpse. So it yeah. looks like they've made, um, like, the skull out of maybe some kind of— Yeah, it looks out like, of like a cheese like a soft dip. cheese, mm-hmm. yeah. And put little, like—I don't know if those are Cheerios for the eyes, but it looks like a skull. And then there's crackers all around it. And then this looks like, I don't know, like—are those ribs They look for like the ribs? ribs for actual ribs. And then it's, like, a round sausage for the intestines. Yeah. I mean, yes, I would have that. It's pretty funny. Because I think it's hysterical, and it's also, like, actually fucking spooky. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Two little pots of mustard at each of his feet. Yes. (laughs) So bizarre. Very bizarre. I'm into it. Okay, so yes, we like that. Ooh, I see some Oreos dipped in some kind of an icing with an eyeball on top. Yeah. So they're very, like, alien. I was thinking about risotto that could be made to look like brains. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, but also we should, when we get into, like, main courses, you could certainly do, like, a black rice risotto yeah. or a black yeah. rice something. Ooh. I mean, because if you want to go a little higher end, you can also do, like, risotto balls and have them. Ooh, like, like everything can, but with. Yeah, but everything can kind of be made unattractive and, like, spooky in some way. No, I want to up the elegance, though. Me too, me too. Sorry, we'll get there. Okay, but for now, we're looking at these things. <gasps> Zombie in a blanket? How cute is that? So wow. we're, Sophie and I are looking at these little, like, you could buy some puff pastry, cut it into strips, wrap it around your little hot dog, or I even, like, a little zucchini or something else if you're a vegetarian. So it's like a little mummy. I love a mummy. And then look, put little eyes on it. What's so it, cute. Is the hot dog supposed to look like a finger? Yes. So there are Whoa. these like finger hot dogs and buns. Um, more puff pastry mummies of different sh- shapes and sizes. Love this, like a mint Milano, or <gasps> sorry, just a Milano graveyard. So you stick them into like some crumbly chocolate Chocolate dirt. crumbs, guys. Chocolate dirt is your best friend if you're trying to throw a Halloween-inspired party. Yeah. Your entire apartment will be—you will be finding chocolate dirt in crevices for weeks to come. And thanking us. But it will be worth it. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then just put some chocolate, uh, like, frosting, and you can make a little R.I.P. I like, do really love that. Really just go little— uh, pumpkin candy. I mean, this is a funny thing about like having had Claire on last week. And I think you and I are always so focused on like definitely the atmosphere, the atmosphere and the food are both number one. Mm-hmm. And I think that like I at least don't get creative and crafty in this way when I'm hosting. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that Claire really does is being like, oh my God, I'm going to make a dip that then you're painting. And like, right. Halloween, like, Easter, Valentine's Day, like those kind of 
holidays where you want to lean into the cheesiness factor are such a fun chance, I think, to really go there with this stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, why not? Yeah, why not? And also because everybody will just be like, wait, that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so silly. Yeah, it is. And it veers a little bit into kind of kitty or child childish, but yes. no, that's kind of the fun of it. So we do, like, some kind of rice risotto thing. Obviously, as we know, I think we've talked about our um, spooky dookie Tim Burton pasta, which is a black bean pasta. You can, yeah. you can use black or orange. Anything squid ink, of course. Anything pumpkin-y. Now, let's talk about—sorry, guys. This is, like, on the one hand, we're talking about a crush where you're having— a punch and a bunch of little hors d'oeuvres. And on the other hand, of course, we're talking about like if you were doing a sit down, yes, then you yes. would do like a risotto, Thank you maybe like a squid ink pasta. Ooh, like a soup, a nice, because you could do like a butternut squat, get a real orangey soup. Yep. Maybe like, oh my God, could you make the, make like some creme fraiche black or something? Or this squid is, ink? So, oh this God. is always my issue with making things. So, because we're always at, we always do this benefit. It's like every year the theme is different. So every year the food is really on theme. So like one year it was, one year actually it was Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And so the whole theme was kind of like New Orleans-y or, you know, South, Southern, Southern-y, which is not a theme. Um, but so all of the, it was like jambalaya and like mm. stuff like that. The greatest year was we just had a gigantic hunk of meat. Exactly. And like that's a very, it feels kind of grandiose and, like, right. kind of disgusting but tastes delicious. You know, it's just, like, very over the top. Yeah, I, I like that. I feel like that. that's really fun. Plus, yeah, it like looks food. like it's, like, a severed yes, yes. <laughs> joint because yeah. it is. Um, but because I think sometimes if you go too spooky, the food looks gross. gross. You know, you want it to still be really appealing like food. Right. I definitely don't want it to look like innards or, you know— a brain. Yeah. No, Unless you're really going to go for it and out. just do awful. That's oh. true. Tripe. Yeah, exactly. Just like, it looks like weird. I think the weird thing about doing that is that you're being like, the thing that we're poking fun at, yeah. you're actually eating. Like, we're being like, ooh, it's innards. And then you're like, oh, no, we're actually so eating, eating innards, innards right? It's so, like, it's kind of yeah, gross. Yeah, we're not making fake innards with frosting. Yeah, yeah. it's suddenly. Because that's, I think that's the key to managing the spookiness is, like, to do it in, in like, a gummy worm or in a squid ink or something as opposed to actually being, like. And so, here you Yeah. Like, those, um, like, there's a Chinese delicacy that's, like, a tiny dead bird. Uh-huh. Like that kind sure. of thing, you know? It's like yes, <laughs> less of that. Yes. More quirky. More googly eyes. More googly eyes, yeah. always. <laughs> More googly eyes, always. Exactly. Obviously, desserts, there's going to be so much candy, but you could bake some fantastic kind of spiced <sighs> pear cakes and just uh, yeah. blood orange upside down cake might be good. Mm. Semoli- orange semolina cake. Yum. That's gorgeous. Also, I was thinking... If you, like, went and ordered or went to an old-school candy shop, like in New York we have economy candy, just, like, have some old candy bars that you can't just get at Walgreens or CVS. Yes, that's just nice. Just more vintage feeling could be real cute. I mean, my impulse, of course, for any—for this holiday is basically just, right, to go to Walgreens and buy gigantic bags and, like, have candy strewn all over the place. But I do think it's more special if you go to a place like that and get some really fun, yeah. fun candies that people haven't seen in a while. I was just thinking you could do a baked apple with, like, something coming out of the core. Oh. Oh, and also you could have, like, a DIY, 
like um, make your own candy apple oh, situation. Except caramel is that's, that's tricky. Yes, yeah, because it's really hot and the mess. Yeah, but it could yeah, be fun. Would yeah. you ever do a pumpkin carving party? I would if I lived in the country. Yeah, like when we were at Yale, it was fun. Um, so messy. It's messy, and but it's honestly less about the mess and more about people leaving the pumpkins at my house. Because everyone <laughs> carves them, they're like, "I don't want this. Where am I? What am I going to do? Put it in the hallway it's, of my apartment you're building?" So right. It's it's a thing where it's like it's really cute if you have a brownstone and right. can like put all the pumpkins out on the steps. Right. But if you don't, yeah. <laughs> now my apartment is exactly. filled with ten pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> but I do love carving a pumpkin. Me too. Just, I do, the, and the smell of it, creativity. And, uh, um, what were your candies as a kid? Oh, wow. I love, like, um, Almond Joys, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I was, in, I think, more into chocolate than I think. Me I too. Mean, now I'm more like, well, not like Mike and Ike's or Starburst. But I was always, my parents always uh, remind me of this when I was little and they were taking me trick-or-treating. I used to ask if they had broccoli. I was not a big candy person. Sam. Um what were some of your favorites? Well, I was kind of this—I definitely didn't, like, actively ask if they had broccoli. But I wasn't a big candy person either. But chocolate has always been my thing. Like, I'm always happy with the chocolate. The problem is I hate peanut butter. So, like, really? yeah, <gasps> you didn't know this about me? No. I love, like, a peanut sauce. I love peanuts, but I hate peanut butter. Whoa. Um. So, like, a Reese's to me— like oh makes my, my skin crawl. That's what all I want. Yeah. So like a lot of the time we would go and they would only have like almond joy or Reese's or something. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't like almond joys? Now I like almond joy, but when I was a kid, I didn't like nuts at all. Uh-huh. No uh-huh. nuts for me. Interesting. Um, but it's just that feeling of like coming home with a gigantic bag of candy that's like the same height as you. Oh my and being God. so excited and then saving it for like months at a time. I where know. like suddenly all your chocolate has turned gray. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um What's your favorite now? Like if you're going to sneak a, a candy, a, you know, Twix. somewhere. Ooh, a Twix is I good. love a Twix bar. But Twix it's funny too. when you just, like, I love a Skittles. Mm. But I'm really, it's not a candy though, never mind. Yeah, I'd say like a Skittles, a Starburst, but really Twix. Yeah. And I love M&M's. Yeah, I was say, I was going to say for the for your party, like a some bowls of yeah. Obviously, black and orange M and M's or Reese's pieces. Not not at your party. And you can also just go and get like, I think black candles are really good to have around. Sure, you know, because it's sure. very like dark and sexy. Yes, sure. Um, and some like, I mean, if only I owned like chalices, mm-hmm. you know, that you could pour red wine into. I mean, yeah. suddenly I'm very like feeling Adam's family and like the painting we yes. were talking about. Yes. But how? Okay, let's give it a name. Like, what's the party called? Ooh, you know what? Since since maybe we are gonna do Renaissance, something yeah. maybe it like has to do with like the plague. Like yes, <laughs> yes. Um, um, is it like uh, escape? Uh, survive. We survived the plague. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, oh man. Um, Somebody who's listening is gonna make. I'm offended. I have a great 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 grandfather no. who survived the Black Plague, the Black Death. How about just the Black the Death? The Black Death. Sure. Let's have a Black Death party. I love it. dress as, like, a pope. Maybe you, like, f- first you only play, like, that kind of, like, da na 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 Yeah. But then maybe it turns into, like, Black Sabbath late at oh, night. Oh, that's Woo. fun. I love this. Oh, my God. But next year, though, I just thought, thought of another idea. Next year, I want to do, like, 
a Rasputin party. Oh, that's good. And it's well, it's like, all kind of the same yeah, feeling. Kind of, but like kind of like ornate and Russian. Oh my god, yeah. we weren't so far off. <laughs> yeah, Russian party. Yeah, yeah I and, love but, it. and like poison, like someone's cup is poisoned. Murder mystery party. Wow. 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 Well, guys, I hope that we threw out some ideas that you'll use. Go have fun. Be safe. Be sa- hey, be safe this year. Yeah. Don't <laughs> go to that Halloween party. You don't want to get trampled. No. Thank you so much to Colin Schmeling, to Rebecca Cobart, to New Neighborhood Authentic at large. And get out there and throw a Black Death party. Or just go trick-or-treating. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.